Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June the 8th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Coronavirus rant. The numbers as of this recording, 1.96 million cases confirmed, 111,000 deaths, 458,000 recovered. Uh, No new symptoms. Uh, The media has kind of uh, shifted away from the uh, coronavirus thing they're more focused on the uh, Black Lives Matter um, movement and um, you know it is what it is man Um, I really don't know what else to say about it um We've pretty much um, beaten this thing, you know, into the ground. But I feel like I need to say something about it every day. Um, so we just need to, uh, you know, find a, find yourself a, a course of action as far as like how you're going to build up your immune system and keep your lungs clear. And um, like I said before, when the vaccine comes out, I won't be taking it because I don't know what's in it. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, So let me know what you think about the coronavirus. Rant. um, Racism, which is another thing that I've added on to the first segment. Um. You know, some people just don't get it, man. Um, When I'm not going to say all, but when some white people break the rules, they feel like the consequences don't apply to him, like apply to them. Like the situation, I, I don't know what city it was in, but lady was with her dog and she didn't have the dog on a leash, which is which apparently was the rules of the park. And the black guy asked her to put her dog on a leash and she got offended and called the police and made up a lie. And the whole point of that story was is that there was a rule. She broke the rule. And when it was brought to her attention, she made false allegations. That's racism. And then the the situation could have potentially went to a point where the police came out and you know, did a George Floyd on this guy, this black dude, all because some white woman don't want, she didn't want to follow the rules. Um, I, I just, I, I, I don't have any faith that um, it's going to get better. Um, I watched a video today where a uh, black gentleman was uh, saying that black people need to you know, hit this thing 
from a money perspective in terms of what we spend our money on. That's how how are you going to get black people are so individualized, you know, even with the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, it's just very surprising that the millennial generation is at the forefront of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's amazing to me. I never thought it would happen um, to this magnitude. But, you know, I'm all for it, man. Um, I really don't eat out anymore, period. You know, because most of the established restaurants, fast food restaurants, they're owned by white people. And it's. <clears throat> the gentleman went on to say that most of the fast food industry, you know, black people spend the most money in, in the fast food industry. So, you know, you got to do something. I mean, the the Black Lives Matter movement as far as protesting and marching is not sustainable for a long period of time. Uh, economical. Um protests they are you know when you start speaking the language of money that's when people stand up and listen so um it's just it's just crazy that i mean the the real conversation that we have to have in this country is that this country was stolen from Native Americans by white people and it was built by stolen black people from Africa from East Africa oh I'm, I'm sorry West Africa and um, the East or West I want West Africa yeah um so 400 plus years of BS and, um, you know, we're still not there yet. I don't think we're ever going to get there. Um, like I said, we had the first black president elected in 2008. I thought I felt like his number one focus should have been to put black people in a better position in all phases of life. But he didn't see it that way. So um, it is what it is. You know, maybe if we get another one in there, maybe he'll do it. Um, but racism has been going on forever. I don't see it changing. Um, like like the gentleman said in the video, um, money is the only thing that, you know, people understand. So that's the language we got to speak. Um, he said, you don't really see people coming after Jewish people because they have influence in every aspect of life, money, entertainment, politics, um, unions. So they don't really mess with them like that. Black people are viewed as not significant or insignificant. And just look at our movements. Black Lives Matter. Like the comedian said from Saturday Night Live, I can't think of his name. Like our negotiation posture starts at the bottom. Civil rights, 
We're fighting for civil rights, not equal rights, civil rights. We just want you to be civil towards us. Black lives matter. No, black lives are just as valuable as any other life. But that's where we are as a country. Um, Until we address the, 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 the first issue about this country being stolen from Native Americans and, and being built on the backs of uh, African Americans or Africans, you know, there's no real conversation to be had. You know, the government has to acknowledge that. And you need to make the Native Americans whole financially, and you need to make African Americans whole financially. But that's just dreaming. It'll never happen. All right. Moving on to the third leg of the first segment, police brutality. And it just seems like since the George Floyd situation, more and more. You're seeing more and more police videos where they're beating people up. Once a man is in handcuffs, why are we continuing? The 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 assault or the murder or whatever you want to call it why man got handcuffs behind his back why um um i don't know i'm trying to rack my brain like i don't know what these cops are thinking about cuz i you know you just have a uh, use of force continuum and you have to stop when you have the man restrained and resistance has stopped. And that's really it. It's really that simple. But you, you just have these uh, rogue police officers that think that because they're behind the badge, they can do whatever they want and life doesn't work like that. But until... They're be until they're held accountable, they're gonna keep doing it because the George Floyd situation hasn't stopped police from acting crazy. You see more and more videos where people are getting beat up for no reason. A uh, couple of college students down in Atlanta, police bust their windows out, flat their tires. I mean, it's crazy. 75-year-old man gets pushed to the ground and they're, you know, they're applauding that. It's crazy. I don't understand it. Um, Hopefully we'll find a solution to this problem. So moving on to the next segment. Mark Wahlberg and I do this thing where I just Look at my favorite movie stars. Mark Wahlberg is one of my favorite movie stars. Um, some I haven't watched all his movies, but just the really good ones to me. Spencer Confidential, Shooter, Pain and Gain, Lone Survivor, Mile 22, The Departed. Um, I really didn't like him in either of the Transformers movies. Um, the Fighter. 
Uh, the Italian job was awesome. Um, Four Brothers, classic. Mark Wahlberg, okay? One of my favorite um, Mark Wahlberg movies of all time. Four Brothers. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Contraband is also a classic. Um, the Perfect Storm classic. Um, Three Kings also a classic. Um, still looking here. That's pretty much it. Uh, but yeah, I would still say that he's still box office without a doubt. Um, Spencer Confidential is classic Mark Wahlberg, man. I love that movie on Netflix. I've watched it. I've watched it two times. Great film. He's a great actor. Um, you know, enough said, man. All right. Uh, moving on to the Florida State stuff. Recovering from a debacle, Mike Norvell. Um, how do you recover from lying to your team? Um, because when you get mad when your team isn't doing what they're supposed to do, they could easily throw this back in your face. I don't think they will, but you, I, you've lost some ground as a coach. So I, I just I don't think you get another one of these. Okay? I think say what you want about Willie Taggart, he never did anything like this. Um I really haven't seen anything like this in sports where a coach just flat out lied about a serious issue like this. Um So I, the only thing I can say is maybe, you know, just going forward, you're just going to have to be truthful and honest about everything that you do. As long as you're the coach at Florida State, you're just going to have to be that way. You know, no playing games, just be straight up. Because, I mean, it's just crazy how you you could have used this situation to really get closer to your team. Since the majority of your team is black, you could have used this situation to get closer to your team. But I think you've undoubtedly created more distance. So, you know, going forward, you got to be open and honest about everything you do on this team, man. That's the only way I see you moving forward, moving in a positive direction and building this program back to where we all want it. Um so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment, running team or passing team? What is Florida State? I really don't think we're, <laughs> man. I mean, we're just going to be whatever the situation calls for. I don't think we're good enough on offense to really say we're either one. If it's a running down and distance play, we're going to have to run the football. If it's passing, we're going to have to pass. I don't think we have the ability 
to go out there and just dictate like a Clemson, okay, that can just hand the ball off to ETN five times in a row and score or, you know, let Trevor Lawrence throw it, you know, six or seven times and score. We we don't I don't think we have that ability yet. Um it's gonna be really interesting to see. Um so the answer to me is whatever the situation calls for. Um we're not dominant at the point of attack to really say that we're either one. And until we can create dominance at the point of attack, the offensive line <laughs> Is it's really a moot point? It really is, um, and I hate to keep bashing on the offensive line, but I mean, just just think, if we had a good offensive line, how better off we would be. So let me know what you think about that segment. Are we a passing team or a running team? Top two ACC programs in 2020. Um, and that's that's the last segment for this episode. I think it's going to be Clemson and uh, Virginia. I think Miami is going to be pretty good. I think Virginia Tech is going to be pretty good. Um, in the Atlantic, I just, it's going to be Clemson. Louisville is going to be improved. Hopefully, Florida State will be improved. And Wake Forest is going to be Wake Forest. They're going to go. They're going to win seven, eight, nine games. And, uh, again, I just wish that thing with Mike Norvell hadn't happened because I think we could have definitely had some positive uh, energy going into this season if that hadn't happened. Um, but again, I think it's going to be Clemson and, uh, Virginia, but I think their quarterback is a, was a senior. So I don't, I don't know. So maybe Miami, cause they got the kid from, uh, Houston, the, uh, graduate transfer. I can't think of his name, but they got him. So, and they have a new offensive attack. So we'll, Miami's going to be right there, man. But hopefully since we've acquired all this uh, defensive transfer talent, we'll be right there too. Defensive line and in the secondary. Uh, We got a, you know, a good core of young linebackers. So, hey, man, the defense is going to be good, I hope. But I think it's Clemson and either Virginia or Miami as the top two teams in ACC. So, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Um, thank you for listening. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose. <laughs>